This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any apps to listen to is always appreciated. The topic of children have come has come up. Mostly because a good chunk of my friends have children and perfectly fine to talk about them. Just because I don't want to have a kid doesn't mean that I can't talk about my friends' kids. They're important to me. I want the best for them kind of thing. And so one friend really wanted to talk to me about because she was noticing some of the qualities her daughter has has once she's noticed in me. And she was kind of wanting, just asking some of really good questions about is this something that's very, very basic for an introvert thing? Or is that just kind of a weird thing? Because she knows I'm kind of a weirdo. <laughs> and what she has no problem about it. It's never a insulting thing. And it doesn't bother me at all that she says it. But yeah, there's been some things. And we kind of got into discussion on how she integrates it more into her life. How she can support her daughter in some of these uh, traits that she has, whether she needs to kind of help her along with certain things that it may be a problem for her in the future or not. And so I definitely wanted to, it got me really thinking about other th- aspects of like how to prepare your introverted kids to k- take care of themselves in the future. Because believe me, I have seen this in so many people where they weren't prepared, especially in college. Oh my God, you know how many people I found who didn't know how to do laundry? I mean, I li- two of the guys I lived with when I was in Ireland, two of my flatmates, did not know how to do any of their laundry. As in, they didn't even know how to start the machine. They didn't know the difference between soap. Like, they literally called me like, what kind of soap do we put in? And I had to find them. And they're in the dishwashing aisle. Not the laundry aisle. Dishwashing. Which, of course, was funny as hell. But I was kind of like, what the hell are your parents teaching you? <laughs> like, not in like a very insulting way. I'm kind of like, well, why haven't... Some people taught certain things with kids. And I understand when you're not an introvert yourself, but you have an introverted child, hell, even as an introvert yourself, it, it's hard to kind of figure out what things need to help them out and what stuff. It's, it's parenting is not an easy thing. And I am never going to say it is. And I'm never going to bash anyone for their choices on this stuff because I'm not a parent. But I can also have an opinion partially because there were certain things that I believe would have helped me or I've already done, it has helped me as as I was growing up to take care of myself as an adult. And I have three specific things that I have definitely noticed with other people that I've seen more introverted uh, young adults kind of have problems with. And it's, it, it may not be specific for them. Like There's certain people, that, like a certain generation, that's kind of like, nobody does this shit. And they should have been told or figured out how to work it into there. And so these are my three... Things that I feel like parents should try to help with their kids growing up because it is a problem usually for introverts as they as they get over oh, their whole life. The first one is is getting comfortable with calling because I had this growing up. I know I know several other people where their parents just did the calls for us. Even as a teenager, we they made all our appointments. They asked all the questions. If we had a problem with our bank, they're the ones to call, even though our names are on the account and all this stuff. So the thing is, you need to get your kids comfortable on making calling a doctor for an appointment. Yes, there are apps 
that can do that online. But there's sometimes it's down. Sometimes you can't do it on the internet. Sometimes you have very, something very specific. Make sure you your kid is comfortable with actually making calls to ask questions for appointments, um, their uh, prescriptions if they have anything, anything really. And then make sure that they're comfortable with figuring out how to do the 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 call tree that they have now and how to get around things because it, it is overwhelming. And when I, especially when I've had times when I didn't even know what the hell I was doing because the call system, the customer service and everything else in a different country is very different than it is in America. So when I had to call about my banking because it wasn't the branch near me wasn't open, the whole idea of like the questions they asked didn't exactly make sense, but I was okay with doing it because one, because I want my money. But two is I, I was a little more comfortable with getting through that stuff. I was really good at getting confused about it and make working my way through things and stuff like that. And that's kind of the thing is you need to be able to be used to be on the call because there are times the doctor's gonna call you for questions. Or you're gonna get a call for certain things. Like even if your bank calls you kind of like, hey, did you make this purchase because it's really big? They don't always do it online. If it's something like really big and really like, I don't know about this, there are some banks, some credit cards, there's certain things out there that were kind of like, we want to make sure this is you because this is a big purchase or this could be a problem if something goes wrong. So you need to be comfortable with that instead of just never calling because introverts really don't like calling like at all. Like I will text you and message you for days on end before I talk to you because that's just... And the thing is, you, you may be my closest person. I love my mom. I, I talk to her all the time. But if I can pretty much text her instead of call her, I'm going to do it. Like, I don't really do stuff with my grandma. Like, if my dad FaceTimes her, I'll jump in kind of like, hi. And I'd like to see her say, like, something, a couple of things, and I'm out because I don't, I don't like calls. But I can talk to her all the time in person. I can text her. All these different things. So that's, we get, we're not very comfortable. It's not really a thing for us, mostly because you, Again, it's not really important as in it's not very deep discussions. It's very superficial stuff, stuff on the surface. So that's one thing. And it, you can always wait until wait until they're like 15, 16, where they have a better understanding of instructions and everything else. And just every once in a while, give them the phone and tell them, like, you need to do this, this, and this. Like, when you get there, it's going to ask you these questions. It's pr- pretty sure the option three that you want, it's, which is this option, I kind of give them an idea of what it sounds like. You can always have it on speakerphone, so you can sit there with them, kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, see, that makes sense there, and then you know why that meant that. Just something quick and easy, because then if it's if you leave it to us at the very end, then we're going to be like, the fuck is going on? I don't even know. I got to press a button now? Shit. Number two is being able to complain. This is kind of harder because, there, are, of course, this is along the lines of calling something, but going in person. Being able to go up to someone and actually complain is can be hard because we don't one, we're not very good at being confrontational. This is any kid. I honestly want this is one thing I want for every parent to really think about for their kids is being able to say something when something's bothering them, when something's wrong. Because you want to be able to know that they can trust you for one, because then they can complain to you of like someone said something wrong, I didn't like how that made me feel. Because then they can be comfortable and not take shit when, like, you have someone who gets a really bad haircut 
And then they just let it keep happening because they're too afraid to say something. They don't want to be upsetting. And then they have an awful haircut at the very end and don't say anything and just leave. Like, you just wasted your money on something that's awful. Or when your service was bad. Like, you don't need to, like, ruin the other person's life. I'm not saying that. But you should be able to say something like, please make this right. Like, I asked for a medium rare burger. This thing is practically raw. I'm waiting for it to moo at me. Yes, you want them to take it back and finish cooking it. Because maybe your stomach can't handle that rawness. It's You just don't like eating raw meat. That's completely understandable. And with introverts, we're very big on just kind of, we're sitting and thinking on it. And sometimes we think on it too long. And that can be a problem. That can be detrimental. Because then that can make our lives harder. It can make it hard for us to stay healthy, to not waste our money. All these different things. And also showing that you, that's something you can do. Of course, I'm telling people, do not be an asshole about this. Don't complain about every little thing. This is not, like, I work in customer service. Like, I'm not telling anyone, just be, like, trying to get free shit or bitching at people for hours on end. Like, no, you need to be like, hey, this wasn't a good, a good customer service. This wasn't a good experience. And explain why and then kind of leave it at that. And and also with com- with complaining is actually being able to follow up because, especially when it comes to someone in your life, being able to complain about how they treat you to see that they are actually changing. That there's actual consequences for the other person for making you feel bad about an opinion or making a joke that really wasn't funny and kind of insensitive. Like, you need to be able to complain plain about that and actually tell them like that was actually pretty hurtful please don't do that again don't let people gaslight them this happens at customer service as well as people in your lives like do not let people kind of like make it feel like you are the problem because you have the complaint no you have a reason to not want to feel a certain way and especially when the other person is supposed not to like my reaction is not only my fault and the thing is you need to be able to allow your kids to complain to you about you. Like, I had so long that I couldn't even say one thing about one parent or one aunt or uncle. Like, you need not being able to say anything of, like, hey, you said something that was hurtful or that thing you just said was kind of embarrassing. I wish you wouldn't do it again. I have so many friends, like, your your kids will stop trusting you. They will talk to you less, which is not exactly safe if they have no one to talk to about when things are really bad. I do have some friends who their parents would tell secrets to other family members and then everyone would make fun of it later. That just completely ruins any trust. Or when your kid tells you that the cousin was being very inappropriate and kind of kind of pervy and then you tell everyone else but you but it's more kind of like you see how how sensitive she is and she can't handle a boy and everything else. Then no. They should not have to tell they shouldn't have to justify themselves. Like so let your kids complain, but also teach them how to do it constructively and actually explain stuff. Don't be kinda like, I hate this, you people are mean and that just sounds like a tantrum. And you don't want to teach that to your kid because then that that's that turns into they turn into Karen's and Ken's in the world and we don't need any more of that shit at all. Number thing, uh, three, sorry, number three is just doing things on their own. Like, yes, the first two are things you do on your own, but those are very specific because it kind of seems to be a problem for a lot of 
kids, especially introverts, but being able to make their own orders, going out to a counter by themselves, doing a return by themselves. Like you need to, yes, especially when they're younger, younger, when they're not old enough to drive themselves. That biggest thing. Make sure they know how to order stuff on their own. Because also, if you, if they can't and they have such a problem and everything else, that usually shows they have an anxiety problem. And that's something else you need to work with. And if they can't do certain things, there's some other underlying problem. And if, and that should be something you should keep an eye out. That I feel like that at least is kind of a, a, it's a way to kind of flush out other things that you mean might have to help them help them work through. Um, I mean, the thing is also like working on ordering food, but like ordering food for other people too. Like you need to help, that kind of helps with them being a bit more courteous, being more polite, um, doing stuff that, that even if they don't do very often, like you need to have them check themselves in at the dentist. You need to, um, they're going to like go to a shop, like we're going to like pop-up shops and everything else. They get to go there and make sure they get to ask the questions. They have a, they had a question they ask you, like, no, go ahead and ask them. It's not a weird thing. It's not embarrassing. You don't know the answer, then ask the question. It helps with, helps alleviate the, I don't know this, I'm stupid, or everyone else knows how to do this. I'm so far behind. Because especially when they get into like middle school, junior high, a lot of us have that problem because, especially because we're we're seen as the ones that are very observant, yet somehow we don't know how to do these things, even though we observe other people do it, that it makes us feel worse about ourselves because we should be able to do it because we know technically how it works. But there's a lot of anxiety in there. There's a lot of unknowns. There's a lot of, you not, you're not sure because you haven't done it. Like there's different times when you have to go to the library and ask a question or you have to go to the, even that's how kind of the problem with when some kids have problems in schools because they don't know how to do certain things themselves because either they have friends doing it, the teacher kind of do stu- does stuff for them. Things are just kind of automatic. And so kind of this kind of helps build their independence that they can figure out what's going on. Also because when they're doing stuff on their own, you step back once you know that they're safe because you don't want them to be left completely alone, especially when they're certain ages. But then they... They can look back at you and be kind of like, yes, I'm doing this right. You're like, yes, go ahead. Thumbs up. woo And they can, consi- they can feel that they have support behind them. But also if they continue to like, okay, they did this, but then they have a question on something else. They, can, they know that nothing is going to get forced onto them because you're there. Like someone has like a promotion or even, God, I had this so many times, especially when I was at the mall with friends. There's like tr- stores trying to get you to do credit cards. Like, bitch, I'm 15. I don't. I don't need a credit card. I don't. Ha- I don't have any credit at all. At that point, yes, I had a job, but it was kind of not exactly worth getting a credit card for a freaking t-shirt. <laughs> but that right there kind of gives them gives them the confidence to keep to do it. To say no when they really have a problem, they can turn around. Kind of like, what am I supposed to do here? Because of course, leading by example as an parent should should be part of the process. You should let them see how to do it, but also you push them to do it on their own. So those are my three scenarios, three things that I feel like a lot of parents should keep an eye out for their kids, your introverted or introverted kids, about how to teach them to be more independent, how to be more prepared to live 
independently as adults because there are a lot of them who don't have that. I have I still have people that I know who just do not call their bank because they don't like the phone tree or to finally talk to somebody and get a charge on there that's not supposed to be there off. So they just that thirty, forty dollars just got wasted because they didn't want to do it. Or they didn't want to complain about something and so they kept an item that was broken. Even though they they opened it, it was already broken. They didn't want to do it because they didn't want to be they didn't want to be a problem. They didn't want to be hard on someone else, even though it has nothing to do with the other person. It's just it's an item. So these are certain things. Again, no criticism about you being a parent in any way. These are certain things that you should probably keep an eye on and try to build their confidence up so they can do better in life. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon where you can get more info, check out products. Hit me up on Instagram at the Introverts Bubble or Courageous Creativity. 